now we will begin the dance. This is the Brahms dance. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again. What? Uh, sorry, I heard a bell. Oh, okay. The post-Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show of the George R. R. Martin. I am Eddie Two Degrees Colazo, and with me as always okay. is Brooks Oglesby. Danny lied, people died, folks. It. Can you believe it? Did you see this shocking swerve coming? Ask not for whom the bell tolls, goes the famous paraphrasing of John Donne's sermon. It tolls for thee. Dunn. The bitter truth, the bitter truth of this aphorism that the loss of light of any life is a loss for all gets a brutal workout in the aptly named The Bells, arguably the best representation of George R. R. Martin's deconstruction of fantasy tropes we've seen in several seasons. That sounds like an A minus review to me. Sounds sort of like an A minus review, which yeah, same. Uh, b- before we get it, let let me really uh set this one off with one of these. Hmm. Uh, today on the drink report, we are we have the coconut edition Red Bull coconut berry artificially flavored. Okay, so I'm gonna need some power to get through this one. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, did what did yeah. you think? Oh, so also, uh, conti- sorry to continue the drink report. We did get um, bubblies. Oh yeah, bubbly drink. This is from Target, right? Um, oh, you got like bubbly brand. Shoprite, Shoprite bubbly brand. Um, watermelon can confirm it's a good flavor. It's the kind that, uh, it says hi to you on the, on the top of it? Yeah, it does. Like, it says, like, ooh, hello. Yeah. Or that's what it sounds like. It's limited edition? It said, like, now here for summer. Okay. Which means... Forever. Only summer. Kim is here, by the way. (laughs) For the long night. (laughs) For the long night of summer. Yeah. Uh, so the episode, um, well, it was good. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. Um, it's going to be a short one this week because there's not much to not that much to talk about. Um, uh, the episode. Um, I don't know if you've heard. I don't know if you've been looking this up today. Um, it's received mixed reviews. Yeah. On the review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes, it has an approval rating of fifty four percent. Kind of a, a round unbowed on Benton Broken, sort of on that one. Yeah. Um, oh, I like these descriptions. Okay. Uh, characters were definitively sacrificed to the show's scrambled plotting. Um, a show that intelligently delineated a senseless <laughs> world, but now truly it is just nonsense. Um, stunning visual effects. This was the worst Game of Thrones episode ever. Um, an absolute disaster. The writers threw out their own rule book to pursue gross spectacle. I... Character and substance were left by the wayside so the plot could go where the writers wanted. Here's my thing. Let's look on the bright side. Mm-hmm. So we were right. Okay, we well, yeah. First of first and foremost, we were right. Mm-hmm. We've been right. Check the tape. Mm-hmm. Second of all, Miri Mazdor was right. Miri Mazdor was right. And not only do we know that Miri Mazdor was right, um, and she should have killed Danny. Mm-hmm. We all like we already know. We've been we've confirmed a lot of things. Like Catelyn was right to to fear John's ascension over her own kids, but mm-hmm. this episode also confirms. Robert Baratheon was right. Okay. His greatest like, fear. Remember when he was like, hey, we gotta kill the kid because the Dothraki are gonna come over and destroy the city and everything. Yeah, Bobby B. I guess he was kind of right, huh? I mean, listen, I never doubted him. Can't argue with David on that one. 
uh, he, he ha- listen, he had his flaws, but um, Ned Stark was stupid, and Bobby B was right. Yeah. So for those of you who don't watch the show, Khaleesi is Joker now. <laughs> Khaleesi is uh, Khaleesi is Joker, as we all know. Um, she she did evil. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. We lost one Joker this episode. And yes, as Kim says, Zendaya is Michi uh-huh. as well. <laughs> yep. Um, one episode left. One episode left in the season finale in this one. Mm-hmm. The Valencar happened. Valencar happened. It was, um... It was the ceiling. (laughs) It was ceiling. The ceiling Um, got jealous because Cersei was paying too much attention to the floor map. The floor map was there. All our favorite characters are here. Harry Strickland was there. Harry Strickland, like, joined the Ario Hotak Club in this episode. Um, can I say, I'm sad that Kyburn died. Yeah. I like him. That was probably the death that, like made me feel the closest thing to anything. Is he just kind of, like, doing gross shit? Yeah, he's a cool little Frankenstein man. He's a Frankenstein man. He seemed to, you know, try to do his job the best he could. He made a zombie that's also just alive and regular. (laughs) He made made Thanos. He didn't make Grimace. He made Grimace. Well, Cersei was Grimace. Cersei was Grimace. Yeah. She was Grindelwald. Um, (laughs) Cersei was the crimes of Grindelwald. (laughs) Um, I do, before we start the episode, I want to give credit where, uh, it's due. I have yeah, a note for sure. here of someone in, uh, Pigachat. I believe it was, uh, Pigachat member Mia who coined the term Smooth Brain Sunday. Oh, okay. That's... Which is my new favorite. We only have one week left of, of it. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure we'll, what... the, the residual of this experience will, will last several Sundays from now. We'll never forget. And then, and then, of course, we're going to watch the, all the prequels and, and like them. Yeah, we're going to watch them, and uh, we're going to be mad that Brian Cogman isn't the sort of lore master of them, but... Yeah, I'm I'm a bit of a... I'm becoming a lore master myself. I started Fire and Blood today. How's it treating um, you? I like it. I got, like, three chapters in. Yeah? And it's all... I, I liked when Dorne did everything. Yeah, Dorne decided to Maria, be the Vietnam War and, and known Maria Martell, they said, have you seen this? Uh, I, I ain't no fortunate son. They said that. Uh-huh. And then the next chapter was like, Aegon was good. And I was like, I don't know about that, Chief. Mm-hmm. Uh, but great job trying to convince me. <laughs> I know an Aegon uh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, he should be king. Mm-hmm. Because we like I do, I do like the first part of Fire and Blood because it makes you feel like a genius if you know anything. It's just like, mm. I'm gonna tell you this, this, this famous secret story about, called The Dance of the Dragons. It's like, oh, I already know this. I have a passing familiarity with this phrase. It was another book. It's because the first chapter is like, there was this big normal tower called Harrenhal and nothing bad would ever happen to it, or so you thought. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, ah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's get into this one. Yeah, Daenerys could have done this seasons ago, huh? Last season means nothing. Could have just, with one dragon and 20 good men, she just sort of did it on him, huh? Uh, could, yeah, could have done all this. Show could have, like, they shortened this season so they could be done with the show, but they really could have just done this a while ago. I love that they still show Last Hearth in the intro. <laughs> still. Yeah, well, we need at least three places. It's one of the to, four locations in the final season. To, to be, yeah. The famously small place. The country of Westeros. Um, did, you they, how the, did you see how the previously on um, did... It was edited. All of Khaleesi's character work. <laughs> it did all of her backstory in a 10 second clip of her looking mad it had her making daenerys 10 diarrhea face and like baristan yeah. and viserys and Amon were saying various dragon things at her 
Mm-hmm. And then Varys th- reminded us about the flip a coin thing. Mm-hmm. And then Tyrion but don't worry, he also does it else. again in the episode. <laughs> he does as yes, also. Um, this I remember when watching it, and someone would just be like, "25 minutes left in this one," and I'm like, "There's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be that long." So you uh, you from the leaks you knew about Bellgate. And it was just because, like, the way the leaks... The leaks are just, like, bullet points of things that happen. And it just says Khaleesi sicko mode. And it says Khaleesi hears bells and goes sicko mode. Like, <laughs> and that's it. That is it. Uh, so as soon as, like, five minutes into this episode, when Tyrion first mentions, like, ring the bells, and chat started <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> it's probably nothing. He only mentioned it five times. It feels like the bad Arya Gendry shit that I thought was going to be the worst thing in this season happened like two years ago. Yeah, it's a distant memory. It might. It's weird how it could have just not happened. Um, yeah, there was a weird thing where like the only scene that I liked in this episode was between Arya and the Hound, and they didn't do any uh, sex things, which is weird. Yeah, it must have been cut for time. Yeah, they didn't have enough time in this one. Mm-hmm. The only thing um, the Hound loves more than having sex is killing his brother. He loves it. And and we, I, we need to fuck it. We'll get into fucking zombie brain logistics yeah. when we reach that point. But Please, everybody, don't go back to, like, P-Got episode two where we talk about how good Clegane Bowl would be. That did, That's not canon. Mm. We couldn't have predicted this. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it subverted our expectations. Let's get started. You're the uh, the double watcher. You've seen it. You didn't dip into this one a second time? Twice. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Didn't. I, I had to, like, uh, apply for jobs today. Oh, yeah. So I didn't have time to watch another, like, 98 minutes of Okay, because I moved into, and this is my first full day at my new apartment, and uh, so I mean... I have nothing but time. I mean, I found the time, so okay. do better. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, I should probably watch the show. You should, I mean, you can always watch it right after this. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it again after. Put it on right now. Just put it on okay. in the background. All right, Kim, you want to put this episode on in the background so you can watch it again? I kind of do. <laughs> leave the audio on. <laughs> yeah, and leave it, yeah, put the sound on so we can all hear it. Good. Okay. So, um, uh, Varys is writing a letter to somebody about R plus L equals J. Who do you think he's writing to? It's never explained. Who, who would he be telling via letter? He just writes, I'm a like, traitor from Varys and sends it, it puts it in like Khaleesi's all, mailbox. All of the parties who would be, like, involved in a type of John like, insurrection already know. Maybe it's Howland Reed. It, he's, he's showing up next week. He's gotta. He could have wrote it to Howland. He was writing it to the Prince of Dorne. Yeah, the Prince, Do- Prince of Dorne, Howland Reed, and Sweet Robin have all been playing Doom for the last five yeah. episodes, but they're gonna yep. end, and they're gonna take a break, and they're gonna show up. I mean, they, he really needs to catch him up on things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little girl comes in and she says, Daenerys won't eat it, though. She won't eat a poison. <laughs> um, so you that's know, what we're how supposed the... to believe, right? So there's a knock at the door. Varys just flips over the paper because he's a spy master and that's how you hide it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the little kid's like, she's, I think the they're expecting the soldiers are watching me. And she's a child working in the kitchen, and her name is Martha. <laughs> she's on my Martha, fantasy yeah. team. Oh, you drafted Martha. Okay. I drafted Martha, yeah. Ooh, let me check. I haven't even checked in with mine, because I figured it wouldn't be very good. Well, let me know if you're in first place like I am, because that would be interesting. Who who do you have to put you... Do you have, like, Melisandre so, or... So I did... I the, My only alive people now are Martha and Arya, but 
Arya. Oh, you have Arya. Yeah. Oh, and she's no, going to go sicko mode next episode, so. I'm sitting, um, a cool, uh, 300 points behind, uh, first place. That's fine. Um, who has, I, who has Daenerys and Euron. It's just so. like the famous movie of 300. You're going to come back and win 300. Okay, Varys is, Varys is dead. Gilly's not doing shit. Hot pie, no points for me. Well, she's, I was expecting big things from him. She's Gringotts. Gilly is Gringotts. So, you know. Gilly is God of War. Um, <laughs> I do have Jon Snow and Bran Stark, so let's see how next episode goes. What if we just never see Bran again? I wouldn't like that for my team. Kim wouldn't. Li- Kim would like if we didn't see Bran again. God, I can't stand him. <laughs> you don't like just seeing Brandon Wardell sitting Am there. Am I supposed to like him? I don't know. <laughs> um, isn't it cool um, how in the finale of uh, television's Game of Thrones, we're get the sort of some time is going to be dedicated to Bran. Bran has to appear because he has to do his. He has to go get Highgarden. He has to do his duty, like Santa said. Remember Stannis Baratheon? Uh, no, uh, well, no, he was ambitious and evil, so he's bad because he killed one person. <laughs> he did. He he inadvertently killed his brother by shadow demon. So well, he's he, evil. He should have known what he was and getting he, into when he decided he to. Burned, he have burned. He burned one person. He had someone else burn one person. Um, it's interesting because uh, remember when we meet Stannis and he's down in Dragonstone on the shore and he's burning statues and David Benioff literally thinks that statues are people. Yeah, <laughs> and then people. Khaleesi in this episode literally burns people alive right there. It's kind of it's the thing. What is it that um like Sansa misremembers the Hound kissing her? Right. D and D think Stannis was actually burning humans <laughs> on Dragonstone. <laughs> it's good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Varys is trying to poison the Joker or something, and then, um, the Northern Armies are two days away from King's Landing, John shows up, and Khaleesi hasn't left her chambers because she's the Joker now, and, um... And then Varys goes on the beach. Varys, Varys goes over to John and says, we need to kill your girlfriend, dude. He says, hey, uh, welcome, Jon Snow, the rightful true king. I'm a traitor. My best friend. Would you like to do betrayal today? Would you like to kill your would girlfriend you like to, and usurper? Would you like to dabble in some treason? And John says she's my queen. He yes, he, he says three line three lines in this episode. He says she is she's my queen. He says you are my queen. She's my queen and, then, and crazier than me. And then um like retreat. Yeah, she he does say let's go back to the wall. He says yeah, let's get out of here. So this is Vera says he's seen a million kings and John is the best. Which at this point it's like okay, Lord Snow, I've seen a million faces and I've rocked them all. <laughs> That's how Varys talks now. Uh-huh. So then Tyrion uh, goes to talk to Khaleesi, and there's no lights on, and pro- it probably means nothing. Oh, good. Thank you for clarifying. Absolutely. Mm. Did you know that it's nighttime at Dragonstone for the first time in five seasons? You know what that means. It's probably nothing. <laughs> it's it's evil time. So the, here's what Where's happens. Where's the fetus room? Maybe that's why Khaleesi turned into Joker, because it was so twisted. The, the Chamber of Gregnants. <laughs> So, uh, here's wh- here's how I read this scene twice. Let me know if you can come up with something that makes more sense. I bet you could. Well, Khaleesi read the script. I don't know if that's where you're going. But. Well, Khaleesi, so Tyrion walks in, and Khaleesi says, somebody has betrayed me. Mm-hmm. And then Tyrion says, it was Varys. Mm-hmm. And then Khaleesi sees every outcome at once and says, I know that Varys learned from you who learned from Sansa, who I hate because she's a girl. Mm-hmm. And so... 
Tyrion says that Varys needed to know despite coming in here to snitch on him. She's like, Tyrion, Varys needed to know the, the secret of John, mm-hmm. but I, I'm coming in here to, to snitch on yeah. him knowing that. Y- yes. Kim, didn't you really like when she killed, when she didn't do anything to Tyrion, even though? I loved it. I loved <laughs> that. I loved that part of this show and the idea, and I know exactly why they did it. Why'd they do it? Because they don't know how to write a show. Well, let's not go that far. I mean, they, they are gonna do Star Wars, so let's be generous. Let's give them three chances with Star Wars. Let's give them three movies. <laughs> Let's give them three movies and a racist TV show and see how they do it. And just, let's see, listen. It's their beliefs and I respect it. Mm-hmm. So then, remember two episodes when Khaleesi was like, hey, if you make another mistake, I'll kill you. Tyrion says, this is a mistake. And she says, okay. And she says, okay, make one more mistake and I'll kill you. And then she says, uh, I have depression now. And she shows the camera um, depression. <laughs> she says, here it is. I have it. She puts on her depression makeup and... Wig. She- yeah, she yeah. puts on her depression wig that makes her... That looks about as bad as Rhaegar's. Mm-hmm. So then Varys um, is back writing his letter about being a traitor, and... He, didn't, he hasn't finished it yet. And then he hears, Dovageris! And then... Um, <laughs> so he folds up the letter and starts to burn it, and then puts it in, like, a thing that would stop the burning, and then takes some rings off. We get a c- extreme close-up of Varys's fingers as he discreetly removes three individual rings... Well, maybe it's a reference oh. to, like, Illyrio, because he wore rings, and he was a character. D- well, have you seen my Warg of the Week for this? No, I haven't. Um, Is it Varys' wedding ring that he... It's, it, it's in regards... Well, let's... Co- I'll, I'll continue with the episode, but it is in regards to him being a merman. Um, okay. But continue, and I'll hop in when I feel it's necessary to explain my reasoning. Okay, sure. So they go to the Stannis Baratheon Memorial Burning Alive post. First, first, is is your work of the week about Varys? Because I don't want to step on Um, No, it's not, actually. Okay. No, I know. I, I want you to do it. Okay, cool. Let's go. Please, bear this burden with me. Mm-hmm. So Tyrion goes up to Varys, and he says, Hey, Varys, I snitched on you for no reason. And Varys says, Okay, <laughs> goodbye, he old says, friend. He says, Okay. You know me, who's like Varys... Who's like a master of disguises and information and sneaky? He says, "Guess I'll die." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Daenerys is now wearing all black now, which probably means nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Droga, she says, uh, "Dracario," and it takes about fifteen Christian seconds for the dragon to do it for no reason. Well, Dro- Drogon was hiding behind. He had his active camo. So oh he yeah, he went into his 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 menu and he put on his yeah. camo. Yeah. So. Uh, she says, she says Dracario and burns him. Um, here's my work of the week. Do you, when we see him, uh, Drogor shoot the fire, <laughs> did you, do you, do you remember seeing, like, Varys's crispy burnt up corpse? I sure didn't. You didn't. I and didn't. And this is why. The rings that he removed, he strategically removed them in a certain order because they glamoured him to have legs. Okay, he's aquamarine because he's a, he's aquamarine the mermaid. Mm-hmm. So he removes them, and he did it in such a way to to give enough like residual glamour. Because remember, when Melisandre walks away, she doesn't immediately become old. She she's that's true. She's young until it's a time. She, the script says it's time to be old and turn into bones and bones and dust. Right? <laughs> yeah. So what Varys does is, as as we know, he's a mermaid. He was disguised as as a normal human. Form. Yeah. With. And you remember, he went to see John at the beach. Mm-hmm. 
before John got there, he like slurped up water into his gills. Uh, just like to, to sort of keep him going for the next couple hours to, to keep to keep him going, so he could like he said, "Oh, hey, John, how's it?" <laughs> so, yeah, uh, anyways, so he, could, like, uh, so he could like become slick and his skin. Could, oh, like, I accidentally slipped it. full body entirely into the ocean for a second. Oh, okay, I'm back though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that this is when the glamour deactivates and reveals his true form. So the slickness of the water that was on him gave him enough like immunity to the fire that he was able to like get hit with it. But then as everyone was, like, looking into the fire, he kind of slips, like, slips away. And we're at, like, the edge of a cliff on Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. So he, as the fire's going, he's like, oh, no, I'm burned. But he had enough water in his gills to kind of survive it and just, like, slip away off the cliff. And then he dives into the water. He, go, he goes off Oingy Boingy Cape. and he, Which is his natural habitat. Yeah. And he swims away. Because we didn't see a corpse afterwards. You didn't see everyone thinks afterwards. Everyone thinks it's because he was burned by fire, but he actually took his true form and swam away. I'm just going to say, in this sort of world where the top of the famous respectable web- website of reddit.com has stuff like, Oh, I think Littlefinger hired a faceless man uh, to kill him by accident. And I think that like people would buy this. And I would. I do. I know. I came up with it. Can I just also so, sort of point out, it's confirmed to me. Uh-huh, thank Can you. I, so everybody is, so, so the, okay, so I was thinking that this is maybe a plot hole because everybody's standing right next to fire that could burn a man to death instantly and they're not even flinching. Mm-hmm. And not all of them are Targaryens. I mean, unless Tyrion's a Targaryen. Maybe Tyrion's a Targaryen. Tyrion but, could be Targaryen. But if they're not actually burning a man to death, then that makes sense. So Drogon was taking 15 seconds to cool off his fire. Okay. I am, um, Oh, oh, Kim, I got a funny meme. Kim texted me this from okay. across the room. Hey. And it's a picture of our pal Bobby B with a big, like, face app smile. Is he doing, like, big, like, uh, glowing red eyes? No, not in this one. But he is, it, I can tell it's a scene where he does, like, the <laughs> like, from our theme mm-hmm. song. Yeah. And it says, when you, when it turns out you had the right idea trying to assassinate a defenseless teenage girl on the other side of the world. It's, yeah, like, kinda, huh? That he was right. He was right. That's why I gave you that meme. Oh, thank you so much. And now listen, I know that I, you may, eagle-eyed listeners might know that I am a Baratheon liker, but even I am kind of like, if you're, if you're telling a story in which Robert Baratheon is fully justified, maybe it's not, maybe that's not it. I'm like, yeah, I, I know I'm like, it, it, it's, Ned was wrong to, to resign Ned, and not want to do wrong. it. First of all, Ned resigned. I gotta, I gotta read He did. Ned resigned. Um, and I know I'm the most, like, smooth brain Bobby B liker just because I think he's funny and all, oh, yeah, all the yeah, yeah. stuff he did. I- I'm a Bobby B tanky. Yeah, he's, he big belly funny. Uh huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when other people are admitting he's right, I have to, I have to jump in. Yeah. And this, anyway. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's another Theon to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's completely irredeemable and I like it. Uh huh. <laughs> So, um, did you, hey, Eddie, did you, this week, did you dip into the inside of the episodes? Oh, I forgot again. I you didn't for- watch it. That's all right. Try to remember next week. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll remember for the last one. Uh-huh. I, I, it's, I know it's, it's hard to remember. Any, is there anything of note that we Yeah, in almost every scene. So here, uh, <laughs> uh, DBY says that Varys had no chance and no choice about overthrowing Danny. He didn't, he didn't say that. He used those words? He didn't use those words, but he said, okay. that, like, he had no chance, to, he knew that he had no chance to, like, actually overthrow her, but he had no choice because he's a moral man. Famously. Famously, hey, what he loves to do is Hey, what's, where, who's gonna feed his wizard in a box now? The spider. 
the symbol of justice and morals. Yeah, the guy who famously served Aerys Targaryen. Yep, and he liked it. He liked it. So, apparently Varys is Tyrion's best friend in the world. <laughs> okay. And he, Tyrion feels bad for being responsible for his best friend's death. Hey, Eddie, what's your favorite Varys and Tyrion best friend moment? <laughs> um, when I liked, um... When they were walking in Marine, and Tyrion said he has no pee pee. So when Tyrion um, did racism to the guy who was um who didn't know English, I liked when they were in the the wagon the season. And so Tyrion when Tyrion opened said, the season by joking about how Varys sort of doesn't have the twig and berries, I liked it when he said. I liked he it when it. Varys testified against Tyrion in his trial and almost got him killed. <laughs> I liked when he said he had no pee pee. Okay, confirmed. So this is where we go back to Khaleesi's Joker den, and she's looking at Missandei's chain. Her, or that, her slave chain that she still has. So yeah, she said that this is the only thing that she brought with her across the narrow sea. It was her only possession. And she says, here, Grey Worm, do you like this? And it's like, so Khaleesi was queen of marine, and she never gave Missandei, like, clothes? <laughs> like, 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 yeah. Like, gifts? Didn't give her, like, a, I don't know, a dragon amiibo or something? A toy uh, car like one of the kids has in this episode? No, this kid had a fucking Hot Wheels. <laughs> yeah. And then Khaleesi does Jamie a feast for crows and says, "I'm no, I'll throw it in the fire. Mm-hmm. And um, then John walks in and Khaleesi says, that's all right, Torgo Nudo, let me speak with him. We, what the fuck was that? That's apparently Grey Worm in High Valyrian. I know, but why would, did it say, it should have just said Grey Worm. It's a more Joker way of saying it. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's, it's like if you said my name in French randomly once. Oh, okay. It'd be twisted. Gotcha. It would be pretty... If you just said, like, hey, Waters, you know? It'd be like the Joker if you did that. Yeah. It's literally the joke we made about the the Nightman speaking, like... It wasn't a joke. Whatever. It wasn't... The Nightman will speak. That's that's what we need for next episode. We're all gonna realize it's going to, it's going to be adventures, and if we're gonna... They're gonna say, we need to go and... We need to bring it back. We, we gotta get him. We gotta get him back. We need... I'm assembling a team. We, we need the Nightman Stones. So... Because Thanos is... He's still alive. Thanos is still alive. Do you want to talk about when Khaleesi chews out John for telling about his famous mom and dad? I, I was asleep during this scene, so please tell me what happened. Well, luckily, if you're not paying attention, so mm-hmm. she's yelling about how this is all Sansa's fault, and fire's behind her, and she's in all black. So there's some oh, sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's some sort of okay. mise-en-scene going on for you film buffs out there that she might be starting to be evil. So, what's what's the word? Chiaroscuro? Yeah, it means... It's the like, sort of shading that she's doing? Like, like light? Like... Wait. Oh, I see. I always get that confused with the S-curve. No, that's the cool S you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yep, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Cersei it's, is chiaroscuro. It's like darkness and light, right? Yeah. Okay, thank you, Kim. So Danny says, uh, answer, well, Danny says, nobody care me, so everybody fear me. <laughs> she literally, hey, Kim. Hey. <laughs> Remember in this episode when Daenerys literally said, I'm all alone, nobody care me? Why'd she say that? When she's talking to Jon. Remember? No, see, I blanked out. Yes, <laughs> But do you remember? <laughs> do you remember when you came over and you said something about the Joker? And I told you last night when I was like very calm, cool, and collected uh-huh. that I thought about her being the Joker when Tyrion walked in the room. Mm-hmm. She was alone; nobody cared her. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't eat, and I thought she would turn around and look like the Joker. Mm-hmm. And we both agreed. We, yeah, we both had the same thought. I think it's fun. <laughs> it is. 
So speaking of Khaleesi Joker, she goes up to to John and says, I'm your queen. Is that all I am to you? And then kisses him, Joker. And then they randomly stop again. And then, and it's not clear why they stop. Um, Luckily, David and Dan can explain later, but. Did John say anything in this scene? He says, you're my queen. Okay, okay, that's what I remembered. Yeah, and then she says, pathetic, all right, let it be fear, and then backs backs off. And <laughs> she said, nothing personal, Nothing kid. personal, kid. And this is, like, not to be, like, blue on, on post-Game of Thrones, but... I mean, it's almost the end. Went it's textual well. that, like, the fact that Danny became evil is because John didn't, like, tongue-ring her lower bell, and now she's mad about it. I thought that would what they do on the boat, though. But she she wants it again. Oh, it hasn't happened since then. I guess not. That's why she's evil. It's probably why she's evil. So then we go to Daenerys on Stannis' evil throne, and it's dark. Do you get it? She might be becoming evil. She might be having Stannis demons in her brain. Yeah, she's... she. It's it's Living on Dragonstone is like the Lord of the Rings ring, from what I understand. Residual brain demons, yeah. Hey, in Lord of the Rings, there's a ring that makes you evil, and the ringing and of the bell. Oh, shit, dude. Pretty good. So Tyrion says, hey, Khaleesi, remember that people are alive. And <laughs> Khaleesi's like, I, says no. I think mercy is my strength, and I will show mercy to future generations by killing their ancestors. Uh-huh. And then this is where Tyrion talks about his plan for the first time of five times, where he says, uh, think of the Lannister soldiers, Khaleesi. Uh, if the city surrenders, they will ring the bells and raise the gates, which means that, that Wait, what? that's uh, a surrender. I didn't hear you. What are they going to do? So they're going to, uh, if they hear them ringing, call off the attack. The bells will ring, and that will show that they surrendered. If the bell... Hold on, I'm taking notes, sorry. So um, it's, if... Kim, so what, do you, what are we supposed to do when the bells ring? I think we're supposed to surrender. I don't, I don't think they said it enough. I think, like, the, the four or five times they said it probably wasn't enough. So the bells mean stop. Means stop doing everything. Bells means kill everyone. To her? Bells mean... Sicko mode. And Bells mean sicko mode. <laughs> yes. You might remember, so if you have a hard time remembering, just think back to the episode Blackwater written by George R. R. Martin, where um, Sir Davos says, uh, I never knew bells to mean surrender. Mm-hmm. That's the only other okay. sort of time on the show they've talked about what bell means. Okay. <laughs> but now it does. Now it does this time. Mm-hmm. It's It's character development. So, uh, Tyrion leaves, and then Khaleesi says, uh, Jamie was stopped outside King's Landing to go be with his sister, who he loves. And there's one episode left, Tyrion, and he loves his sister. <laughs> Jamie loves his sister. It's episode 72 of 73. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, we start to see some small folk for the first time, which is weird in the show. I mean, it's, it's probably just so we can see them. We right? see the famous archetype of mom and child. Child. Child, child. is there, mom is there, shopkeeper. We see, like, dirty <laughs> Three kinds man. of people. We see like a, a, a like a Stregonona stacking up wooden bowls. <laughs> like yeah, every, all the small folk are stacking inside of somebody who's slightly bigger than them, yeah. <laughs> and rolling into like a uh-huh. a mud hut. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then Tyrion talks to Davis, and he's like, "Hey, I need a favor about smuggling," and it never comes up again. <laughs> Tyrion says, "You're still here." And then Fergus is there to talk to Arya. Oh, and sorry. Hound. Did you see the post? That's it was on Reddit, but someone found like. Uh, one of George's manuscripts, I think, for A Dance with Dragons. Was and it about how Jamie's hand grows back at the end? It wasn't about how Jamie's hand grows back, but one of the, like, editor's notes was that he talks about Davos' finger bones too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So. 
Listen, we, yeah. we critique David and Dan a lot, but they don't talk about that as much as George they, does. They definitely do not bring it up as often. <laughs> what do, so what do we know from the books about D- D- um, Dave Seawers? One is he has a lot of sons and a wife. And two is... He loves he to cheat on his wife also, don't he, forget. He doesn't have fingers, right? Mm-hmm. What, ha- what, what does David Seaman on this show, what's he like? So I was going to ask this of you a little later. So there, speaking of David Seaman, there is the um, there is the thing where they're outside of the town of the famous Battle of Bells. So we're about to see the famous Battle of the Bells. Mm-hmm. So there is uh, Tyrion Lan- Lannerman, the Hand of the Queen. Mm-hmm. There is John, who's the king who who knelt, the king in the north. Mm-hmm. And then there's Davis. Can you tell me what Davis's role is? Uh, David Silva is there to, um, I believe they're in a scene later where people are running through the streets. He's kind of like directing traffic. He's sort of the air traffic controller. He's kind of the air traffic controller again. So according to the Game of Thrones wiki, Dabbledoia is just John's sort of unofficial right-hand man. Sort of never has any sort of role, but everybody just likes him because he's the main man. He's main he character. to have him around. Okay. So that's fine. I mean, that's relatable. (laughs) Yeah. We gotta Uh, talk about Fergus. I thought Fergus died in Winterfell. This is, this is, uh, his brother is also named Fergus. Oh, my, yeah. Two Aegons, two Fergus. This is, Fergus is a Lannerman soldier, and he stops Arya and the Hound, and Arya says, Hey, what's up? Here's all my personal information. I'm gonna go kill your queen. Mm-hmm. And then Fergus gets scared and is like, Oh, I, I know. I need to talk to my dad. I'm scared of this child. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And, and they just epic. go through. Um, do you have anything I'm else, or do you want to talk about Tyrion doing racism? Let's first let's talk about Tyrion doing racism, and then we'll do our Patreon segment. Okay. Um, I'm sorry to say. Oh, we'll get to it. Do, uh, tell us the racism first. Okay. Yeah. So um, they. Uh, the first instance of such a thing happening on the show. Um, funny Tyrion speaks High Valyrian wrong to some Unsullied, and it's funny. Mm-hmm. And then the Unsullied man says, I speak the common tongue, actually, just like all of the Unsullied that you literally know, Tyrion. Yes. And um, the guy that you spent three seasons with also speaks it. Mm-hmm. Um, My son and- is also named Togronudo. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Tyrion says, hey, look at the script. I can go talk to Jamie." And he says, okay. Mm-hmm. And... Um, then he goes and he talks to to Jamie Lannerman about how he got caught, and that's kind of funny, actually. I'm I'm very sorry to say I laughed when Tyrion said, "How did you get caught?" And Jamie very slowly raises his hand up, his gold hand, for what is not the first will be the first and only time in this episode. Right. So he doesn't even learn his lesson in the same episode. <laughs> yep. Um. Anyway, uh, do you want to finish this scene or do you want to do Patreon? Uh, well, let's do let's do Patreon. Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. Only one episode left of Game of Thrones. Did you know that? I did um, hear that. I did hear that. Um, <laughs> regardless of that, if you'd like to give us money, I mean, we'll still take it. Uh, at a dollar a month, you get access to all of our bonus Patreon podcasts, such as Carry Me Home, uh, that I do with producer Kim, where we watch and rank every Jim Carrey movie. What are we doing this month? Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol, kind of a cartoon one. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey. It's for my birthday. It's for Kim's birthday. Um, birthday's not in May. What? Did I just scare you? You thought my birthday was in May this whole time? Your birthday is in May. Oh, yeah. May 29th! May 29th. 
Uh, hey, did, also, speaking of um, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh-huh. did you did you see uh, Detective Pokemon Mouse? Hey, when do you want to see Detective Pikachu? Um, I don't know. We're busy this weekend, right? Only Saturday. Well, Friday you're seeing a movie. Uh, but I'm seeing John Wick three by myself in the morning. <laughs> so, so at night, do you want to see Detective Pikachu? Let's go Sunday. You better go before so you can get the special holographic Pokemon cards. Yes. We can get holographic Pokemon cards. Yeah, but then that means we have to watch. Detective Pikachu, and then we have to come home and watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean... And then you get to read the Winds of Winter announcement after. At least one of them will be good. One of them has Here Bulbasaur in it. One of them, I can't... Con- I don't want to spoil it, but Brooks. one of them does have Bulbasaur in it. Okay, Brooke said one of them does have... Brooke's read the spoilers, and he knows that one of those will have Bulbasaur in it. Mm-hmm. What about Weedle? Is Weedle in it? Um, I don't think Weedle's in it. Did no, well, Weedle's not in Detective Pikachu. I don't know He's about the other Detective ones. not Detective Pikachu, but he might be in Game of Thrones. Well, the, the the bug is the symbol of House Stark, so maybe Arya will just sort of find a bug at the end of it and say, "This is you." This and is you. Right at home. Yeah, that that is me. Um, and we also do words and deeds. New episode coming this week. Uh, our Metal Gear Solid lore podcast, where we'll finish the second half of Snake Eater. Snake Eater. Snake Eater. Um, at five dollars a month, you'll get a special shout out in episodes, and we'll read a message of your choosing. Um. I believe, just because it's almost um, near the end, um, we do have two messages. That One is kind of time-sensitive. Okay. Um, and this one was sent in by Roy of the show. Huh. And Roy's friend, uh, Colin, sent this in. And it says, uh, Please make sure someone on PGOT this week's, a.k.a. is pro-Night King, I blocked my knife. So, <laughs> uh, kind of a time-sensitive yeah, for sure. There, which, um, uh, it says do the damn thing on here. Um, I miss Blue Man so much. I, God. Remember when he smiled? He did smile, and he smiled because he didn't have to watch the rest of the show. He, did, he, he knew he was done after this. Um, and also, another message for this week comes in from uh, Patreon user Gigantic Larry. Mm-hmm. Great. Great name. It's good. Um, this one says, Hi, I'm using my Patreon shout-out for this since it's kind of long for a Tumblr-esque. Why do you think fans and critics are turning on the show now? Is it really that much worse than seasons 5 and 6 onwards? Were we book snobs just too critical in the past and lowered our expectations to a point where we don't recognize another drop in quality? Do the past arguments of, you have to wait and see, it'll make sense, pay off later, and there are so many plot lines, inconsistencies are normal, to defend the bad writing, fall flat in a finale where all the characters are in the same place? Was there too much hype after waiting two years? Sorry for the very serious question. Feel free to goof it up somehow. P.S. Love the Discord. Hope it keeps us busy after the show ends. I might even start watching JoJo, having never been interested in anime. God, Jamie you should Ritty. watch JoJo. First, watch JoJo. <laughs> it's really good. Um, And I think... It is, like, it's always been bad, but there was kind of that, oh, Game of Thrones is such an intellect, you need a certain level of intelligence to understand mm-hmm. all the inner workings. It'll pay off in the end, and now it's the end and nothing matters, so people are kind yeah, of... Yeah, it's like how when Peacock started, we were like, let me tell you a little segment about Robert's Rebellion, and what's it's like, uh... we're gonna get to the good season. Yeah. It's, it's everyone going through, like, the five stages of grief in hyperspeed. Yeah. Because the season is short. Again, now, like, you can't... I mean, Varys is a Merling, and that's how he got away, but, like, mm-hmm. those theories would be more popular if there weren't one episode left. And the thing is, like, it was always, like, someone would come up with some fucking stupid theory, and... But, like, 
none of them ever came true, but people would still do them. People would just forget, like, they were, like, when Arya is the waif, or when Littlefinger was paid by a faceless man, or when Bran was Nightman. And now it's just, it's, instead, it's nothing. So there's, there is no, but wait, let's wait and see. It's, like, the end of it. I honestly think Bran not being the Nightman did a pretty significant, because that was a very popular normie theory. Because people were so desperate for the Nightman to have any type of, like, motive or character at mm-hmm. all. That the only way he possibly could is to be a, a little boy who has no character. Yeah, a little boy who nobody likes, but we know him. Yeah. I've seen him. Um, and our special, um, I- I'll, sh- I'll shout out on Patreon, uh, the Jurgenit mm. Patreon, uh, because Sam got to see Floor Map. I'm very happy to have seen Floor I was, Map today. I was worried that we were going to have, on your prediction sheet, I was worried we were going to have to have Will Floor Map appear under Yes as, like, a technicality, mm-hmm. because it appears in the intro, but we right. did literally see it in an episode, and everyone flipped out we love it it's it's what's that i forget what the original video was but you know that one of something all these people are at a bar watching something on a big tv mm-hmm. and then they all just like go yeah that go was us at wild. floor map that was us at floor map <laughs> <laughs> um and at ten dollars a month you get all that plus special you just status in a discord and i'll create a character for you in pgot fire pro wrestling Patreon.com slash Thrones. Thank you. Oh, speaking of, a uh, friend of the show, Destry Hawk, did point out that we predicted Clegane Bowl on Fire Pro Wrestling. Did you when see? When they both exploded. <laughs> yeah, they both exploded on our Fire Pro simulation, and that's what happened. For no reason. Yeah, I was I was making a fan theory, and I was right, as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who could who could forget in this episode when Oberyn Martell was just laying there for laying the entire episode? Laying on the ring for the entire episode. Uh-huh. Um... Also, because we changed our recording times, so we wanted to get Kim on this one, so I did a pre-recorded Kim call-in. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim is here now. Why? You're covered in so many blankets and pillows. I'm so cold! <laughs> um, so this is where I'll, I'll put the call-in okay. segment, but also Kim is here. I'm here! I think so if Kim worry. were here, it would sound a little something like this. Okay, special, special call-in correspondent Kim at work. Couldn't be on the episode. Aww. Well, yeah, it's you. <laughs> like, uh, last night before we went to bed, you had a lot to say about this episode. Yeah, I did. Uh, are there any topics you would like to cover to get onto the official PGOT episode that you feel strongly about? Yeah, I thought the episode was really, really good. <laughs> First off. They did everything they needed to. Last night was just a fake out, and he didn't realize that I was just joking Yeah, You really um, fooled me. Yeah, I did for a whole hour. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I hated the episode. Mm-hmm. And what helped is, you know what really, really helped? It was coming to work today. I was dreading having to talk to anybody about the show, and everybody that I talked to hated it. Oh, perfect. They hated it, and they said that this is garbage. So, um, I think, Eddie, you remember last night that the worst part for me was the Jamie and uh, Cersei. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hated it a lot. Mm-hmm. And didn't think it was good. And um, I think that they both should have died worse. The worst. Like, everything. like something rather than just like a thing fell on them. Like someone should have killed them, or Jamie should have killed Cersei, or like. Yeah, I think Jamie should have killed Cersei. I thought it was. I think there was way more that they could have done. Mm-hmm. 
I thought it was really shitty. Well, 72 episodes in and Jamie ended up loving his sister, so no, nothing changed from episode one to nothing episode 72. Changed. I'm actually on businessinsider.com right now <laughs> uh-huh. looking at looking at um, 17 details that you missed. Okay. So, oh, and this morning I, I read a thing that said that um, actually, like, the Valium car, like, idea actually did come true. Uh, they never so, mentioned it in the show, but go off. Yeah, it, it said that it did come true and that if you look closely, Jamie has his hand on her neck as he's talking to her. So technically they died together and his hand was on her neck. So really it's twisted, but it happened and that's what they said. Well, it was so. literally never mentioned in the show, so I don't think that's true, but, you know, mm-hmm. you can just go online and say whatever you want. That's what you can do now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's good. You know what else I really, really, really liked? T- I really, tell me about really it. Liked I really liked how um, we never saw Daenerys after. Like, you can never see her on her big flying horse thing. Oh, yeah. You don't ever see it. Um, so you don't really know how she's feeling. Um, you also never see Like, you, don't, you mean you don't know if she's, like, joker laughing or if she's, like, yeah. sad or if she's, like, mean. Like, we don't know. Because she burned him up for a long time. She did. Uh-huh. And, and something else that was confusing was, like, we never really saw Cersei feel scared we only saw Cersei feel teardrop Mm. and that was confusing to me too um also um the show sucks it's not a very good show yeah I'm curious why Varys had to die and not Tyrion and Sansa and Jon well Varys Varys read the script and he knew that he died in this episode yeah but why couldn't Tyrion die too because he, it's not the last episode yet. Ah, uh, okay. He, yeah. All right. And the white horse at the end. Uh huh. What was that? It was just, it was um Harry Strickman's horse. It survived fire, and then Arya rode away on it. Oh, it was his horse. Well, th- that was the only other white horse we saw this episode. So. Oh, okay. So then that's the only thing that could have happened. Mm-hmm. So. What it if? Seemed like it was really good. What if Bran was warging it though? Oh, I know you like you know to. What? I know you like to think about and consider the character of Bran Stark. So I hate. I I absolutely hate Bran Stark. <laughs> and another thing is that when I was when I was talking to a teacher here, uh, actually it was only like maybe fifteen minutes ago, she said that the white horse is. Um, there's a good chance in her mind that the white horse was the um, uh, Lord of Light. What sign? What? He thinks it was the Lord of Light. Himself? No, not him. Not Maybe not himself. But, like, Melisandre sending down, like, a sign. She turned into bones and dust. To say that uh, Arya, like, you're not done. Like, Arya, you have to still fight. But I thought that whole sequence was that she didn't want to fight anymore because she saw that it was bad. Well... That's what I'm working with here. I, I guess we'll just have to watch the next episode and find out the stunning conclusion of HBO's television series Game of Thrones. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I'm, like, reading through all of these 17 things that I've missed. So, no. They're not good, though. Yeah, it's probably like, oh, you didn't notice that um, Jamie he had his his golden hand up. So they, he had it up. No, it says that da- Daenerys has promised back in Season 7, Episode 2. Danny tells Varys, they spelled Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, by the way. Mm-hmm. Danny tells Varys 
if you betray me, I'll burn you alive. That's that's just what happened. <laughs> I know. So, so that's the thing. So I think we're gonna find out a lot about this. Okay. Um. Is Varys a merman? Um. No. Confirmed. He's not. Why? We saw his little feet. We saw his feet. He. It's a trick. If no. Jamie can have golden hand, he can have f- fake feet that he runs through like a elaborate contraption. Did we see Varys like turn into dust after he was burned, or did we just see fire? We just saw fire. So here's my work of the week. The fire blew, and because he has, like, water in his... He has, like, gills, so he stored water, and he was able to sneak away and go off the cliff, and no one considered it because they didn't know he was a merman, so he actually swam so, away. So he, like, Alex Mack Capri sunned off the edge of the cliff? Yeah. Like, he had wow. enough He had enough water stored up in his gills to, like, okay. stave off the flames to allow him to escape. And because everyone was so distracted by the cool dragon, no one saw him go off the cliff into the water and swim away. Wow. Yeah, okay. Take, the the, let's I see think... Business Insider cover that one. No, they didn't. They didn't say that at all, Eddie. Well, maybe they should l- watch the fucking show and they'll learn a thing or two. Yeah, also, didn't like, I was thinking, I did not like how Euron had to come back alive like off the boat, he's right? the only one he swam all the way back to shore to fight jamie latterman yeah and like how just horrible that they're all bleeding out and they're just crawling and you know reaching for swords and they're still killing each other and they die about six times mm-hmm. it just does not make sense it's just really bad it's all bad uh, it's well, really bad. I'd I'd like to to thank yeah, to thank you for calling in to be on the episode, but I have one last question for you. Okay. Did you like to see the floor map? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I did, but I can't read it when it's on the floor. You so you can only see it when it's like a post. You you can't read it. It's the opposite of Sam. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> it in like on a website or you know on twitter it's got to be a picture of it you know vertical okay so the floor map vertical okay so kind of conflicting okay we'll see which one which who is the true floor map reader by the time the series ends well the floor map is done with right yeah you never know yeah why didn't why didn't daenerys just like burn thirsty she she knew the episode the two of them together. She knew the episode had to be 78 minutes. Like, what... Why couldn't Rickon, like, zigzag, <laughs> but Daenerys can? Well, last time they killed they killed a dragon, and this time she did the same thing, but it worked this time because it's episode 5. Again, it was really easy for her to dodge all the... All the you know how, you know how like, grayscale, you just take it off? Yeah. It's like, this time you, you just burn the, the boats and you do it. Yeah, and she did it. She did it. Great show. She did it. She did it. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool, but like, what? What's the white horse? We'll we'll have to watch and find out. What's oh, like? Why did John have the stupid face? Why did Grey Worm? <laughs> he looks like that. Guy? Oh, that was. I a, know. Do you remember your other point you made about Grey Worm last night? What did I say? Why would like sit so Denera? Like, burns everyone, and then Grey Worm throws a spear. Yeah. And then everyone just starts, like, killing. Yeah. Like, why, why weren't... They follow Grey Worm? Why weren't why they, like, hey... Grey Worm the number one? Why weren't they, like, hey, dude, maybe you should, like, calm down. Like, let's not do this. We understand you're upset, but maybe the next time, you know, somebody close to you dies, maybe, like, you just don't gotta... You can sit this battle out. You know? Like, we're not gonna kill everybody. We just made up our mind. They surrendered. The bell rang. Ding dong. But... <laughs> 
you know, whatever works. Yeah. Well, thank you for for being on the episode. I'm sure everyone will be very happy to hear it. I can't wait to hear my very distant voice on the podcast tomorrow. Okay, have fun. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. That's so that's good. Always. Thank you for calling in. Um, <laughs> she loves so it. She yes, she loves it. What if what if my opinions have changed since I recorded it? Have they? Maybe. Do you have anything you'd like to add? Maybe I think the show's good now. Well, that, you started the conversation by saying that, so... Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to explain. You're just doubling down. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the bulk of the episode now. For yeah, sorry. So, Jamie says I'm the stupidest Lannister, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And then, so speaking of uh, enjoying it for a split second, and then um, that's it. Tyrion's like, you gotta go convince Cersei to not kill millions of people in King's Landing. And, hey, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you like Tyrion. You you like Jaime. I don't know anymore. (laughs) And the thing that he did famously... Famously his one, um, like, character-defining trait where he did something... That was seen as, like, not noble and terrible, but he did it for the, like, good of the people. Well, here Tyrion says, go save some small folk. And he says, to be honest, I never really cared that much for them, innocent or otherwise. Never. Never, huh? Never. Okay. He just so he just did it because he heard a bell. Jamie Lannister has actually, like, had... Let like negative character development from right yeah episode one season one episode one so that's good and we love it and we love it we do love it so apparently the one innocent that he and cersei care about is baby um and they they Mm. they must talk about taisha off screen because i don't remember it happening on the show but it does happen for sure It, it definitely happens so then they cersei is beric dundarian if we, if yeah, we, Cersei is Farrakh Dondarrion. And um, it just it could just be any word you want now. Cersei, yeah. Cersei is telescope. <laughs> so uh, so now Tyrion wants Cersei to escape from King's Landing and be free in Pentos. So he has a plan where he puts a dinghy next to her house and says you can go there and start a new life because the sort of the queen of Westeros and Jamie Lannerman, nobody will recognize them. Yep. Very, you know, nondescript. And then I'm not kidding. Tyrion explains what the bells mean two more times, and that's it. Mm-hmm. He tells he tells he tells Jimmy because he wasn't there the first time. Mm-hmm. And then Tyrion, who famously told everybody in King's Landing that he wanted to poison all of them, says, "Oh, I'll, I'm going to go sacrifice myself for them." Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Tyrion forgets about Oberyn and says, "Jamie was the only one who didn't treat me like a monster, and we love it." And then, um, then we go over to King's Landing, and there's, we see the bell tower. Oh, it's it's, not, it's probably it's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. Euron decides to finally aim his scorpions up. Finally, and then we see some more small folk hiding, and a little boy has a car toy. <laughs> a little boy has a car toy. <laughs> he has a little Lightning McQueen, and um, we see Arya and the Hound walking towards revenge, and then Jamie takes off the cloak <laughs> over his golden hand, which he was just captured for, and he's also in he, King's he, Landing, by the he way. Hold, he holds his hand up to the camera before taking a little cloak off of his hand to show the camera and us, the viewer, that he's Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. In case we couldn't recognize him by his face. And uh, Harry Strickman is there, and he's he's on his famous white horse. Um, mm-hmm. And the horse says, Ah, oh, you're too heavy. I wish I had somebody else was riding me. I wish a child soldier was riding me. I wish a cool child soldier was... Did you hear that she killed the Nightman? Oh, cool. So, uh... 
Tyrion explains, I'm not kidding, to uh, John and Davos what the bells mean again. Uh-huh. And then um, Cersei looks out of her window and she's not worried anymore because now she doesn't care about the sort of Maggie the Frog thing. Well, she only got like two thirds of the. Well, she's said, but so. the younger, more beautiful queen coming to take everything she holds dear is sort of happening right in front of her. Well, she forgot about she. Cersei kind of forgot about that part. Right, she has depression now, so she's not more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. So I get maybe no. She's it's good because she's paralleling Jamie in that she's regressing from the pilot. Yeah, okay, they're kind of, it's a kind of a theme, almost. So then, um, so Arya Stark single-handedly infiltrated the tw- the twins and lived as Walder Frey seamlessly for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So here they just kind of push through a uh, city and... Remember when Arya could wear faces? I'm sure it'll come up next episode. It's probably, yeah, it'll probably come up again. Remember how they have a brother who's a fucking time wizard from can, Yu-Gi-Oh cards? He's, he's literally a clock. <laughs> he's a clock with a cape and a, and a magic staff. Yeah, and the, um, the Night King wanted to kill him because he has the most life points of anybody. Exactly. So they cl- there, there's a woman here, and her name is Nora, and she, her character is Mom, and her child is there, and the child's character is Child. And um, they Arya and the Hound get in the gates, but then they close the gates because now they don't want small folk in the Red Keep except for some. But it was, it was too much. And this is where Jamie starts waving his golden hand and shouting, soldier. <laughs> is that what he was saying? Yeah, he was yelling and saying, soldier, and then it's, he leaves. It would have been funny if he said, soldier, and then the one guard, um, who was, like, closing the door, he said, you! Yeah, he started cranking that with his golden hand. You know, hand. that would be really funny. It would be funny. Thank you. Hey, man, remember last week uh, when I was like, hey, so Euron looks up into the sky, the summer sky, and he squints because he sees something, and that's what the whole previously or the preview is based on. So, mm-hmm. oh, maybe Khaleesi will have, like, dragon armor or mm-hmm. something. But no, it's just sort of a regular dragon. It's just kind of, Remember last week when she flew directly at the, the scorpions, the big guns, and they killed the dragon, and then she flew away? Well, does she look um, like a girl with a plan? She, uh, what if this time literally exactly the same thing happens, but she wins this time? Well, the thing is, she did, she did, so the thing is now Euron has 10 times the amount of ships, I'm not kidding, in the bay, which is only, which is not there in the intro, but it's there in real life sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's tides to me. So all of, Euron put all of his ships in exactly the same direction, so they can't turn around in time. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And so she was able to do the same thing and win this time. Mm-hmm. So then she blows up every gun in the world, and uh, Harry Strickman is is there, and he's kind of looking at Grey Worm, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Remember that article that was like, well, Harry Strickland seems to not have a character at all, so they must have something big planned must for have him. something big for him. So he is... So he's sort of the famous, the most famous sellsword commander of the most famous sellsword company in the world. And he mm. likes to do the famous battle technique of putting your all your soldiers outside of the castle walls. Remember how people were like, well, this is what the uh, Golden Company are in the books. So there must be a reason why D&D chose to have Cersei hire the Golden Company as opposed to a different sellsword group. Because um, if she had hired the Windblown, it, they would have elephants. They could have, she could have just said we have a lot of Lannister guys. Yeah, it, it, the numbers don't matter. You could just say we have 50,000 Lannisters who love it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. 
50,000 Lannister strong, and we all love every second and of it. And we 1 million strong for our queen, who we love and whose hair never grows. Yep. And then Drogon sort of busts through and... Uh, he legitimately does Hannibal bust him through. Yeah, to he the- does George Cassanza into the room, and then... Uh-huh. Harry Strickman gets knocked off of his horse, and uh, the horse says, I'm going to go find a child soldier. <laughs> and Y'all mind if I... <laughs> so there, he's like, Harry Strickman gets to his feet, and he faces a wall of Dothraki screamers on horseback. But my... What? Uh, are they... Uh, can you please... I, I might have... I forgot this. Are the Dothraki making any type of noise? I believe they're going sort of the famous uh, 1920s-style Hollywood racism, where they're going, ay 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 ay. Okay, just just clarifying. Yeah, and then there's a Dornish person there, and he's eating hot peppers, and it makes him angry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, David. Uh-huh. Thanks, David. So Harry Strickman doesn't know the famous technique of beating back a million horses by holding your sword like a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. So he Grey Worm just right. sort of one-shots him with a spear, and he dies, and that's it. Immediately. And then we get mm-hmm. our first sort of war as hell shot with Tyrion, but it's not our last one, don't worry. Oh, Okay. What if a war movie had a scene where it showed maybe war is bad before moving on and making it epic again, and it's it never matters, but it's deep. What if war was hell? What if war was hell? I, it ain't me. I ain't no fortune. So Kyburn uh, goes to Cersei and says, hey, there's no more scorpions. And Cersei says, they're just doing like a Stannis scene again with Cersei, mm-hmm. where she's like, oh, at least we still have the Iron Fleet. Well, uh... At least mm-hmm. Jamie still has two hands, and it's just like, well, mm-hmm. your grace, actually, yeah, in season three. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they, the good guys and Davis, they all walk into the battle, and they face off with Lannerman soldiers, and all the main characters are completely unguarded in the in the front lines. They're just standing there. And, and also, we should mention that this whole time, um, Grey Worm isn't wearing a, a armor mask so we can see his face. Well, yeah, it's it's important. The thing about Game of Thrones is that it's important to know who is important by knowing that they're a main character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Torgo Nudo is there and his, his face is, n- is Nudo. So that's why uh-huh. he, he's Grey Worm when his hat's on. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tyrion looks at the bell. It's probably nothing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jamie runs t- towards Cersei's house and Drogon flies past the bell tower. It's probably nothing. And then the big Lannerman soldier on the front lines, who could have just been Harry Strickman, um, he just yields and everybody throws their swords down and they all start shouting to ring the bells. And at least 15 mm-hmm. people say it. I'm not kidding. Yep. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Thanks Anyways, that's the end of the episode. Drogon has helicopter capabilities in this shot. Drogon's a fucking VTOL and just like hovering above mm-hmm. the battle. Yeah. And then, um, um, so she looks at the tower and she sort of gets an evil face on her and the bell starts to ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then what, what happens? Well, according to David Benioff, she chooses violence. Oh, kind of like a Cersei. Yeah, kind of like a Cersei. So, um, how do you read what sort of happens for the next 45 minutes? Um, I, it's, it's, she's just fucking like strafing the city. Yeah, she's just sort of obliterating innocent people for forty-five minutes. And as I I talked about in the in the uh, interview with Kim, which you heard, mm-hmm. um, throughout this whole time that she's flying on the dragon, we never once like see Daenerys. Well, that would be hard to write to sort of figure out what she's going through at that. So moment. we don't know kind of what is she like, Joker laughing, or like is she sad? Um. Does or Drogon maybe Drogon like is like like you can't control him because he's a big fucking dragon. 
Yeah, I mean, I will never know. Well, according to Dan Weiss... Okay. She didn't plan on doing this beforehand. Okay. But then she sees the Red Keep, the home her family built when they came to this country 300 years ago. And she sees Uh it as the symbol of everything that was taken from her. So she decides to make it personal. Um, Kim has something to add. Well, I just was curious, though, does Brooks know, or maybe anybody who listens, like, do they know the, um, technical, I don't know what the word is, dragons and the fire? Can they just We were trying to figure, it's never established. We, throughout this episode, we were trying to figure out how much fire does Drogon have. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, does he need to, like, recharge? He ate so many spicy peppers last episode. He ate a lot of spicy peppers. Oh, I missed that part. That's on the deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. Is that when Khaleesi was saying, nobody care me? Yeah. Drogon was out of frame eating spicy Yeah, he Ridley ate really a super spicy curry from Super Smash Brothers. Dragons, hmm? when, when dragons are, like, included in stories, is it ever known? how they function well uh, a cool thing about like fantasy series and like this type of fiction is that even though things are like fantastical and not you know of our world there are usually rules, sort of rules rules established at some point like you can't really kill a dragon very easily like it's very hard to kill a dragon so the fact that two dragons out of three mm-hmm. have died is kind of like breaking rules yeah but how else would we know that Euron is epic yeah, but then we wouldn't know Euron was epic. Okay. So, you, did you consider that? No, I, I didn't. I actually, I didn't. Sorry. I didn't okay, sorry. That's okay. That's, that's why. Did you get to Euron's, like... We, we're gonna be here for another four hours. Yeah. Sorry. The thing that I kept thinking about was the fact that... So, Danny was just saying Dracarys every 15 seconds for, like, 45 minutes, huh? Yep. But, but in the total, like... Jakaris. Jakaris. Like, in yeah. a cool way. Like, she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, it's 45 minutes into the penultimate episode, and Danny is evil now. Mm-hmm. Three episodes ago, she was doing sort of flirty pod racing and getting a spit shine in Egret's cave. But uh-huh. now she heard bells in Kosiko mode. Um, so... It's it's impossible to say if it's good or not. It is impossible. Uh, also, also, so like they they go after all the Lannerman soldiers, and um, Grey Worm just sort of murks a Lannister guards with his back turned. Um, so, how did you understand that? Um, that he um, he's kind of like um, Daenerys's stand. Okay, that's not so, how I read it, but that's good. Go ahead. That he is, like, acting upon her mental will. Okay. It's, so, it's like, you know how, like, Jotaro didn't understand his powers yet, and he uh-huh. thought it was an evil ghost? She doesn't know that um, Grey Worm is her stand. That's why Torgonudo is his Crunchyroll, um... Okay. <laughs> like, dub name. Okay. So she's just kind of realizing that she also has this power and doesn't know how to fully control it yet. And yeah. And she's very, like, emotionally, um like attached but she doesn't have that kind of like control over him okay yet. so death of the author i mean it can mean that mm-hmm. i just want to let you know what david benioff thinks okay well, yeah t- tell me what he thinks i'd like to know so the people on the ground take danny's actions to mean that it's a moral free-for-all now remember the unsullied like their whole thing no i don't is that they don't they don't do this shit so this right? isn't 
the way that I watched it when I watched it the first time was that it was okay. Like it's Grey Worm is like sworn to Khaleesi, so like he's he's sworn to follow her, and if this is what she's doing, even if it's like bad, he's got to follow through. It's like Kingsguard shit. Mm-hmm. But no, this is just him finally getting the chance to be evil and kill unarmed people. He just decides to go sicko mode too. Yeah, cool for fun. And it and it, the cool thing is, this was all inspired by Miss Sandy. Cool. Oh, great. She inspired them to be evil. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Thanks, David. Thanks. <laughs> uh-huh. So, like, some Starks are ma- massacring, uh, surrendering soldiers and stuff. Do you get it? Maybe war is hell. Mm-hmm. And um, this is where David Benioff says that Jon Snow is a very good soldier who doesn't want to ever be a soldier. And I guess they didn't watch season one because he did just want to be a ranger the whole time. But that's okay. He also says the good guys are behaving like the bad guys. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? This is really making me think. Yeah. This, like, Remember how Song of Ice and Fire isn't about good versus evil? It's about how everyone is kind of the hero in their own mind, and they have all their, like, individual reasons for no. acting in the way they do, and that what might be villainous to one person is totally rational for another person to do because they think they're doing what they think is right. Yeah, but what if you read 7,000 words, um, and then the story is, there's a guy who killed the king, but he, he did it out of, like, honor, even though everybody hates him for it, and then 7,000 pages later... He regrets helping them. <laughs> now, that sounds like the good guys are acting like the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of shots where, like, there's a little girl watching in terror and a mother's throat gets slit, and it's just, like, minutes and minutes of innocent people dying. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. And there's no stakes to any of it, just because, like, the visual language of everything is just, like, you keeps it's quick cuts. It's just, like, the n- long night, so you know that nothing's... You know that it's only these red shirts who we've never been in- compelled to care about before. Oh, the small folk? Yeah. Okay. So there's... I haven't read these books. Is there, like, anybody who, like, is sort of a window through whom we come to understand and sympathize with the small folk? Maybe, like, what a funny books? child soldier or, like, a funny Jamie's girlfriend or, like... It's not... Hey. Hey. It's not ringing any bells. Hey. <laughs> Ah, sicko mode. <laughs> sicko mode. So John's the main yeah. character, and he keeps murking everybody, but being very sad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and meanwhile, Jamie goes to a beach. Okay. And he finds the dinghy that Tyrion left him there. Mm-hmm. And then Euron is there, so he alone and not his crew at all swam exactly there that moment. Yep, just him. Just him, and he says, hey, I fucked the queen, and then, do you want to kill me? I'm a king. And Jamie says, no, and then they fight. Jamie says, what about Moon Boy? Yeah, Huron says, I'm Moon Boy, for all you know. And then they do 1v1 melee fight. <laughs> Round one fight. Huron does hit a spine buster, and it's pretty good. He does hit a pretty clean Shades spine of Arn buster. Anderson. Yep, double A. And then Euron grabs a sword and he stabs Jamie through the tummy, but Jamie had his tummy soup today, so he's fine. He did, he, I was gonna say, did he have enough soup on him to, you know. Yeah, he said soup time, and he, Uh Brienne gave him a thermos before he left. Okay, perfect. Hey man, remember last week how I and millions of other people thought that he was doing Airbud to Brienne? Yeah, just kind of finding any way to rationalize the character's behavior on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like how, it's like how for a moment people in the chat were like, hey, maybe the horse symbolizes Arya dying and this, no, it's just a horse. I think it is like, um, 
the the video the ghost video for rats when Cardinal Copia he he rides a white horse. I do think it's like it's that because like, it's and he does they're like rats. You know, it's well like it's that. it's the pale mare. It's the battle of fire. Did you even read the books? I forgot to read the books again. I hate it when that happens. Should I? Should I watch? What should I do first? Should I read the books or should I watch inside the? Episode? I think you should watch inside the. I mean, because that's way quicker and you get the same info. Okay, yeah, I'll just do that next time. So then Euron stabs Jamie a second time, but then Jamie stabs Euron once and he dies. Yeah. And and also this is like this is like season one Pigot level annoyance, but Euron is like dying right by the water, and like he's a Greyjoy. Why wouldn't he go join the Drowned God's Watery Halls? Like why wouldn't he, why would he die on the shore? Mm-hmm. Who's the Drowned God? So there's this guy Lotos, and he put a bunch I, of Lotos is so sick, dude. <laughs> I love Lotos so much. He said, oh, "He said, um, all right, Aegon, I'm about to head out." <laughs> Have you read about Ronald Aaron yet? I don't. I'm not sure if I did. He's the he's the little boy king of the Eerie. I don't know where George got that one. I've read that he took a ride on a dragon. Yeah, he's the king who flew. He's so good. He's my favorite <laughs> okay. character. He's sick. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, Kyburn goes, oh, ma'am, it's not safe anymore. Uh, and then some wildfire blows up and it never comes up again. And then we see floor map. Is this what, what at some point, wildfire starts exploding. Yeah, this was, to affect yeah, this was right anything. now. Okay. It never comes up, but yeah, it's green. We do see floor map and everyone loves it. Yeah, so how, Hound and, I'm so glad the Hound got to see floor map before he died. <laughs> the last piece of art he ever saw. God bless him. He's like, Arya, look look at this beautiful painting. You still have so much to live for. Look at how much beauty's in the world. <laughs> yep. Do you like Great. my map? <laughs> so anyways, the hound uh after he, so the hound's been, the hound's been traveling with Arya for at least 2 months from uh Winterfell to King's Landing. And then right outside Cersei's door, he suddenly decides to tell her to not do revenge. Hey, let me explain your character arc to you. <laughs> revenge is bad now. He takes Don't out a copy of A Feast for Crows and reads all of it to her. Yep. <laughs> she says, "Well, that one's the worst of them. And like, hey, why does Arya want to kill Cersei? Because she said she did once. Was it for uh, killing Lady? Eagle-eyed. Like, uh, things you may have missed in Game of Thrones. Uh, earlier, Arya said she wanted to kill Cersei, so she also wants to do that now. Funny, Cersei Fancy green eyes. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Maybe Arya's Catholic. Arya has become Catholic. Arya has become Catholic, and she was very mad that God was blown up. Okay, I like it. So then there's, like, if there's a scene that I I like despite it being bad, it's this one. Because he's like, look at what a life of revenge does to you. I'm I'm ugly. <laughs> and then Arya becomes not cool child soldier for a moment and I, says... I don't think we've brought... People were saying a lot of Batman lines in this one. Yeah. Someone said swear to me, right? Yeah, Tyrion said swear to me to Jamie, and we all lost it. Swear <laughs> to me! No one said where's Rachel, though. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, Nora's child. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like the sixth or seventh time that Arya becomes not Cool Child Soldier, only for the next scene to become Cool Child Soldier again. Mm-hmm. And then she says, Sandor, thank you, and it's nice because it's his name, I guess. Mm-hmm. David Benioff says about Hound and Arya, okay, they've, they've learned that the road to vengeance always leads to one place. Vengeance. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, vengeance is bad. <laughs> it leads to the floor map, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah and, so, and Jamie and Cersei end up there. So, it's good. That's what they meant. That's what they meant, though. So, um, hey, hey, man. Uh-huh. Dan Weiss says, 
I just hear it's, I'm sort of going to block quote this one. It's kind of a walk. All right. So I'm hanging onto my wall right now. In most large stories like this, it seems like there's a tendency to focus on the heroic characters, the large, and not pay much attention to the people who may be suffering the repercussions of the decisions made by those heroic people. And we really wanted to keep our perspectives and sympathies on the ground at this moment because those people are who are really paying the price. If only there was a book about that. That I, had, like, most of these characters in it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I might be just, like, making, like, this might be a, a ridiculous fan theory, but I feel like that's something that should have happened. Hey, can I tell you what Dan Weiss says two minutes later? Sure. So, he says, uh, it feels like you needed a perspective to carry you through this horror. You need a Virgil to carry you through the hell that Danny's creating. I've read a book once. And then David Benioff says, uh... Something we talked about in an earlier episode is you just care a lot more with a character you already care about. So if we saw a bunch of extras running around on fire, it wouldn't have had the same emotional impact. But when you're there with Arya, who is one of the characters we care the most about, then everything has more of an edge. So just sort of the opposite. Alright, so kind of the opposite of what you just said right now. Yeah. So they were doing the thing where they, they sent a bunch of... Three Star Wars movies. Three Star Wars movies, they just sent sort of two white guys to Dorne to make people care, and then they were the only survivors of the storyline. And everybody, hey, people like it. Yeah, it's good. So. So this is the next part is just like, there's Jamie Cersei parts, and there's Clegane Bull parts, and there's Arya parts. Um, it's the Clegane Bull parts first, if you want to talk about Cle- funny. Clegane Bull happens, and, um, uh. Sandor just obliterates three Queen's Guard, no problem. Yeah. Oh no, Eris Okart. Yeah, Eris Okart. Boros Blount. Rest in peace. Ozzy Kettle Black. Wrecked. Yeah. Um, Moon Boy. For all I know. And then Moon Cersei Boy. says, "Hey, alive, Gregor. You stay and you do not fight him for no reason." And then he says, "I have red eyes, so Arya can't kill me." And then Kyburn says, "Obey your queen." And then he gets choke slammed to hell. Um, sorry to interrupt, but Kim sent me another funny meme. Hit me with it. Um, it's a picture of, uh, Torgo Nudo. Okay. He's kind of, like, looking into the camera. And there's a big... Am I... Tell me if I am not explaining this correctly. Um, and he's crying, like, a big photoshopped tear. Um, and then, uh, at the top... It's like when it... You know, like, a meme where it's, like, um, it has text on the top and the bottom. Kind of an impact font sort of thing? Impact font, yeah. Cool. So the top, it says, um, when it's Monday... And then the bottom text says, but you already miss Sunday. Oh. Because he's evil. And he, and he did, misses... I do, did I do a good job of explaining that one? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sending it to me. Did you guys already talk about the fact that um, the subtitles were translated? Yeah. Grey Worm's name? Torgonudo, yeah. Why? Because she's evil. He's She's evil now, so she speaks a different language. I like this picture of Bobby B, though. I looked at it again. It's good, right? Thank you. Yeah. Somebody pointed out about Kyburn dying, which is something that's actually genuinely very funny to me. He's the sixth uh-huh. hand in a row to be murdered. He is. I Yeah, and he, he did have a legitimate Mortal Kombat fatality. Oh, yeah, he did sort of um, just get, like, sort of... Uh, uh, Gregor said, get over here with his normal human voice. Mm-hmm. Um... So then he, uh, the hound knocks Are off. Are you of sending him. me another one? No. Oh, okay. Let me know if you find Not anything else funny. Um, I'm just gonna send you the Bobby B one so you can see it. Okay. Um, oh, let me just, uh, pull that up. We don't, we don't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is funny. 
I like to see, I like to see him laugh. So, <laughs> so the thing is, the uh, alive Gregor's helm getting knocked off is going to be meaningful in the book. So here they do it, and it's just sort of grimace. It's purple Varus. It's purple Varus from McDonald's. And then the hound stabs through his belly, but he says, I'm zombie. And the undead can become alive again if they get pissed now. I did like that Cersei's kind of just like, uh, I'm gonna just gonna... Yeah, she does on. She does I funny just, Theresa May walk out of there. Yeah. You liked it, Kim? I thought it was very funny. All the ideas of, like, what she looked like. Like a little, like... Gremlin? Yeah! <laughs> So, uh, the hound stabs the mountain with a sword, and then they decide to not use swords and to use regular punching for a while, because they have to fill mm-hmm. the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hound, mountain's like, I'm gonna slap you down the stairs instead of using the sword in my hand. Um, and, then, and then he has a funny Oberyn to him. He does, yeah, he yeah, he joker laughs at the mountain, and then the mountain does Oberyn eyes to him, and like his eyes start bleeding all over the place, but then he blinks mm-hmm. and he's all better. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's just, like, jello, red jello on his eyes. Yeah. Do you know why Sandor was, like, so upset that he was doing that to his eyes? Oh, I'd, I'd like to know. Because if he didn't, uh, if he wasn't able to see, he wouldn't be able to see his favorite thing of fire anymore. It'd take a big jump into it. Yeah. So then they tumble into some blocks, and they fall into some fire, and it's funny because the shot shows, like, how far Jamie was, cl- like, the dying Jamie Lannister was yes. climbing upstairs. <laughs> yep. He did it. So, uh... Clegane Bowl, according to the showrunners, was apocalyptically beautiful. You can just go online and say whatever. And the way, it's, the funniest part of this to me was David Benioff just saying, it was apocalyptically beautiful, and then he, like, you can see the wheels turning, and he's like, with the, this is a direct quote, with the sky in the background? Okay. So just kind of, it was beautiful because there was, they decided to shoot so that you could see the background. So kind of like how the world looks. And Dan Weiss says, we knew the Hound's death had to be a death by fire. Okay. So, first of all, first of all, mm-hmm. it wasn't. No, he fell a thousand feet. If you of- fall off of a skyscraper and you land on a taxi, you did not die in a car accident. That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. you made him a red priest. He loves fire. It's his favorite thing. He likes to look at it. Yeah, so he oh. hates Gregor more than he fears fire, so he jumps into a big bowl of fire and he likes it. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about J- Cersei and Jamie and floor map? Yeah, I guess. Might as well. So Jamie and Cersei go to floor map because it's their, that's their meeting place. It's in, if there's like an emergency scenario, that's part of their mm-hmm. like escape plan. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie loves her and Cersei feels his tummy blood and says, ooh, ow, oof. Um, mm-hmm. remember when Cersei tried to murder Jamie two episodes ago? And and then last episode, she had Bronn show up there with a big gun? Yeah, but they love each other now, and they go off to find the spot for one more uh, po- poison beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, um, does it, uh, does anyone mention that Cersei is George R. R. Martin? Um, I, they, uh, she does mention that in the next, uh, the next time when we meet up with them. Okay. Thanks, just clarifying. Yeah, she she reveals that she's Revenant uh, later. Uh-huh. But we go back to Arya, who does three books of character development with uh, th- 90 minutes left in the show, because she sees a bunch of small folk, <laughs> and they're sad, and she says, stop, stop being cowards and come with me. And then everyone dies except her. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. she's, she's like, out of blood. Her face has been bloody all season. Mm-hmm. Um... There's a quick shot where John tells people to fall back, but it doesn't matter, and it doesn't mean anything. 
after the whole city has been massacred and destroyed and everyone is killed. Yeah, he's he's presumably having some sort of emotion about seeing Drogon do this, but it's hard but to we explain. can't tell from his acting or his face or his tone yeah. of voice. So. I'm I I hope to God they release the season eight scripts like they did last season. Mm. Punk ass shitburger burned my city. <laughs> All right, folks, folks. Um, so uh, Arya watches as Nora and her baby decide to be dick on uh, Tarly and go into the fire instead, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and they get murked by like a Dothraki who are doing racism voice. And then we go. Uh, <laughs> Remember when they were uh, all the Dothraki died at Winterfell? Yeah, well, they, um, you know, it's hard to explain. Yep, it is hard to explain. So we go back into the, we go underground to the dragon room where Jamie mm-hmm. and Cersei find a nice spot to um, do the nasty. Mm-hmm. And then some people who are designing the set put some debris in front of a door because it's the only place with debris, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's blocked. Everything else is good. And instead of going back and finding another way, they decide to die. And Cersei says, "I'm uh, I'm Gungus." Um, <laughs> Cersei has become gentrified. Yeah, Cersei is, is gentrified. She doesn't want to die now. Uh-huh. And Jamie says, says, "I'm a scaled little baby, so see what this does." Yeah, I hope this. I hope me being sad for ten seconds is worth eight seasons of build up. Anyways, mm-hmm. Jamie says, "Nothing matters but them," and I mean not to criticize the writing of Jamie Lannerman and Cersei Lannerman, but literally this season they both cheated on each other. <laughs> but they, it's it's they literally as recently as last episode, you could say. But then they didn't at the end, so it's good. But then and, the re- and she did def send an assassin to kill him. But like you know, who am I to judge other people's relationships? Yeah, I mean it's you whatever know? whatever works. Mm-hmm. So then the room collapses and they get squished. Um, mm-hmm. Ah, Caesar. And then um, uh, so Jamie being in love with Cersei sort of lasted longer than the entire White Walkers, huh? It's, you could kind of call it a theme of the series. It's a theme of the series. Speaking of themes, Dan Weiss says, At the end of episode five, Jamie has really come to terms with who he is. He may not be happy with who he is, but he knows it. And he knows that Cersei is what matters to him. So you can just never change. Cool. All right, dude. Whatever. Can we finish this episode, please? No. Arya is back, <laughs> and she's shell-shocked for literally the fourth time I counted. It's another scene where she opens up, and she sees the war is bad again, and there's some mummies on the ground. I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah. We see, we see the mummified car amiibo. Cer- Cersei's mum is, is, is sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah she, uh, Jamie put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Uh-huh. So, uh, my Uncle Benjen's horse shows up. <laughs> it has three legs. So, uh, Arya says, oh, cool, a horse. And then she gets on it. And she runs away. This doesn't, this probably doesn't mean anything. So yeah, people in the chat were like, oh, I th- I'm pretty sure Arya's dead. And then the first thing we see on next week is just Arya being alive and normal. Arya alive, yeah. Next week on Alive Arya. Yeah, so next week we see that, uh, Danny's like on the, in like the throne room and they're unsullied or guarding her and people are walking around and seeing the war is bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're going to get a whole, like, 78 minutes of that, too. Whole 78 so. minutes of on the final episode. How do you think it's going to end? I think mm-hmm. uh, probably uh, John's going to be the Valonqar and kill... Because Valonqar and High Valyrian can also mean uh, the nephew. So mm-hmm. he's going to uh, sing Hands of Gold as he kills Khaleesi. Okay. And then he's, since he doesn't want to be, I do love that everybody's like, the best king is somebody who who doesn't want to be king, when that's literally Stannis' entire thing. Mm-hmm. 
that he it's that wants don't enter into it, but that's Except okay. It's good now. It's good now. Yeah. But what if they shocked you and made like a hot pie kill? Um, that would demerit. be pretty good if hot pie killed demerit. I, hot pie's on my fantasy team, so I kind of want him to like. Do what if Martha before. shows up and she poisons uh, Cersei's lunch? What? If, but what if it's Arya disguised as Martha who gets the points? I would get double points. It'd be pretty good. Okay, I'm trying. To I can't wait to see favorite. what Tycho Nestoris does next episode. All right, let's see. I think the actor confirmed he doesn't appear in this season. But no, everybody, I uh, know that's that's what they would say if they, they recast were. him. That's why. Yeah, they recast him. Uh, Jason Momoa is going to play Tycho Nestoris. Tycho Nestoris. <laughs> um, is that the episode? Uh, yeah, I guess. I just love talking about it so much. I know um, you do, but well, you're gonna get to talk about it a little more because oh, yeah. what time it is. Oh yeah, War of the Week. Work of the Week brought to you by Arby's. And <laughs> when you're here, your family. That's not it. What? That's not how it goes. Sorry. Work of the Week. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So this is my first like scoop in a while. Mm-hmm. My first like real scoop. Mm-hmm. So, you know how they make actors speak in a British accent for seemingly no reason on this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Tyrone Lannerman just, like, puts on a fake bad accent? Uh-huh. What if that was for a reason? Okay. Kim's taking, a Sort of unwrapping a Christmas present back there. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> Ginch. Brooke said you were unwrapping a Christmas present. <laughs> no, it's just... Keebler Elf cookies. Oh, okay. Okay, see you later. Were you just waiting for us to say Work of the Week? I guess. Okay, thank you. (laughs) So, the reason that they're making everybody speak in a British accent is because the world of Game of Thrones exists through an accent. Let me explain. Okay, I'm going to need you to unpack There's a sort of membrane through which all of the show exists, and you need to take... You need to... Okay, let me give you some examples of what I mean. So Arya is this like how in the, how the Grinch stole Christmas? How they all live on like a snowflake? Man, I haven't seen that movie. I got to tell you. Okay, you don't have to. Kim's gone, so I can say. Okay, that. Ginch. So Arya gets a horse in this episode. Mm-hmm. However, and it doesn't make sense, right? It's just why would she get a horse? Mm-mm. Unless funny old, old town road, but she she didn't get a horse for any reason. But if we mm-hmm. think about the fact that it exists through an accent, then we know that she didn't actually get a horse. She got. A hearse. She got a hearse. Because she has become death. Let me give you some more examples. He's not the Night King. He's the Not King. He's not a king. That's why he loses and sucks. Uh Uh-huh. People shout ring the bells in this episode. Or so you think. They actually say, Wrong, da boss. Because they support Cersei and think that Danny is the wrong person to be the boss. And th- actually, this even extends to the sound of the bell. Okay. Because you think the, the famous sound of bells is typically ding, right? Yeah. But in an accent, it's dang, which is another word for damn. So okay. Cersei is using the bell to say damn you, and that's why she gets mad. But actually, she doesn't get mad, because she's not the Mad Queen. Through the accent, she's a Maud Queen, 
Because she was because this episode she was modded into an entirely different character. I like a total conversion mod. It's not the Prince of Dorne. It's the Prince of Dawn. Dawn. Okay. The prince that was promised, Arya, is the prince that mm-hmm. was promised, the prince of dawn. They're not scorpions, the big guns. They're scorpions. They're scorpions. They have snipers, and that's why they could hit Rhaegal so good. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> oh, no. Is actually... <laughs> you now nothing, Jon Snow, because she's his girlfriend. <laughs> They're having sex. <laughs> Because Melisandre also says it when she lets John touch her private cuffs. That's not you works when Arya says it to her dog. Because it's not a wolf. It's a wolf. It's just a regular heckin' puppo dog. It's just a wolf. And that's all it it's it's sort of all through an accent work of the week. That's my favorite work of the week. Why else would they make Tyrion say it like that? I didn't think we'd ever be able to top Ned is a poop, but it only took 67 episodes or thank whatever. Thank you. But we oh, thank uh, you so much. Speaking of, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Alex Leaf Crunch, also sent in a, a work of the week related to that that'll only take a second. Okay. So uh, she says, uh, when, warg- when Ned warged into the pile of poo-poo, he was mm-hmm. spread in- over a field as fertilizer. Mm-hmm. And then warged into the grass, and then warged into the horse that ate the grass. Warg of the week, Ned is the horse that Ned's helped Arya out of the town. Ned's and w- the horse. So, thank you, Alex. Nedtown Road. Is this a, is this like a rare triple confirmed episode, because yours was also confirmed? This is the wargest episode of the week wow. we've ever had. It's really, it's genuinely like, it gives me more joy than the fact that being vindicated and everybody hating the show now is just that all of the like Twitter moments are just people throwing shit against the wall warg of the week style about just like, yeah. I, I think the horse uh, was sent by Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like awesome. You mean the same horse we saw earlier in the episode? Yeah. The, the horse with turf fangs that like, that yeah. was the only white horse in the episode. Oh god. Okay, are you ready to do questions? We got a lot of them this week. Huh? I want we got a lot and I want to clean out the inbox so we can have a full clean slate for the finale next mm-hmm. week. Okay. Uh post got at, at gmail.com uh com. First one comes um some of them like I might go through and then just delete because it's something we covered in the episode. Okay. But um this is one we did not um, and this one comes in from Tumblr user Graveglyphs, who asked, how many characters in the bad show could be cat boys besides Jamie? Jamie would be such a good cat boy. Um. I mean, Brandon Rickon and Rob easy. are technically cat boys. Sweet Robin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it's that. I guess it's Sweet Robin. Probably Kono to Dothraki. It's so funny that Kono died in the long night and nobody even counts no one him. Set him on fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anonymous asked, "What if Stannis any- was a catboy?" Stannis is a catboy. Thank you. <laughs> Anonymous asked, "What's Eddie's favorite Will Smith movie?" Obviously, the Wild Wild West. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did, we just need this kind of levity. Um, yeah. Uh, Tumblr user Nick Niss asked a question. I just saw this sponsored post on my Instagram feed. Get tips, techniques, and inspiration on filmmaking from one of the world's greatest, David Benioff. Uh-huh. 
Discovered David's World in his first ever online class. David's World. <laughs> you thought Dio's World was good. Uh-huh. Just wait to get a glimpse into David's World. My question is, what could a young aspiring writer learn from the great Mr. Benioff? Um, it really subverted my expectations when I went to go see Deadpool in theaters, the Merc with a Mouth, and they made him not have a mouth. It's you One, above all else, subvert expectations. Mm-hmm. That's the goal of creating any fiction. It's not for your, like, um, creative goals that you'd like to achieve or for, like, pleasing anyone. Or I go any- to the, the Sundance Film Festival under the direction of David Benioff, and I say, here's my uh, Oscar bait film, and it's called, like, uh, springtime in the summer and you go and you watch it and you think it's good and then it starts to play and it's just the spongebob style youtube video and you have to like it because i subverted your expectations opa spongebob style though yeah it's my also, mag- I, it's my I magnum just... opa <sighs> yeah oh hey mr Krabs. <laughs> we didn't watch that when you came over that's okay. Aren't you coming we'll to the see, summer? We'll see, it, we'll see it this summer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also, I'd recommend never like creating any original material. Just like do stuff other people have already made and mm-hmm. do, make it like worse. <laughs> yeah, make sure you always show up after your film screening to if you if you see anybody headcanoning the content to make it make sense. I put put just put a cork in that immediately and just say no. We just did something. We weren't trying to do anything. It was just a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, friend of the show, uh, Leaf Crunch asked, not a question, just some freeform word association. Uh, vengeance is a dish best served cold hands. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. She likes it. Anyway, anyway, Semper Funny one week left. Thank you. We're so close. Oh, God. Um, oh, friend of the show, uh, P Got Mod, Claudius Pulcare. Am I saying that right yet? You are. You're official. We're all the mods and Pigot Chatter now Latin scholars. We're all Latin scholars. This episode sucks shit, so I <laughs> want to give you a show for your question. Brooks, I've also been reading Fire and Blood. Who is your favorite Targaryen so far? I've really liked Reyna and Alysanne. Deeply pitied Aegon too, mm-hmm. And my favorite non-Targ so far is Alyssa Farman. Alyssa Farman's so good, dude. I only know the one Aegon. Um, and the sister If you'll believe it, there's more. I, I'm beginning to think that there's... I think one of them is called Jaharis, so... Yeah, my favorite Targaryens are probably Jaharis and Alysanne. They're really good. Who's the guy who went into the water? Lodos. Lodos. I was I was gonna say um, his name is Toto, but that that's Spanish. No, Torgo so, Nudo. It's like, yeah. Um, Torgo Nudo sounds like Latin, actually. Um, I will say that most of my favorite characters in the books are not Targaryens, unsurprisingly. Yeah, unsu- yeah kind of. You yeah. know... You know fucking rules? Well, so I do remember there was a, a, a just a bit I've read. There was a jester named, like, Lord Monkeyface or something. Yeah. He gets, like, one line. He's good. I'm sorry for interrupting you. What rules? Uh, Cregan Stark. Okay. He's just really good, and he's he's sort of in the later part of the book. Is he just, like, an old fuck who's like, guess I'll die? Yeah, he's literally, he's just, like, the North personified. He rules. He just shows up and he's like, hey, what if I'm competent and nobody else is? And he's also like he's also um, father. <laughs> um, Tumblr user a king who still cared asked a question. Uh, do you think that the that building that crushed Jamie and Cersei was the younger sibling of another larger <laughs> building? Also, ooh, also for the finale episode, Brooke should read the questions, and Eddie should have a work of the week too. Switch things up a little. Mm. 
I think first and foremost, I do think that uh, the the building that crushed Jamie was the sort of building seven or whatever. It was. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the Valencar. The Valencar. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, you're the expert, but I think I've kind of proven myself. You kind of crushed it this week. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll I mean, see if I can come up with one. But what if that means you have to watch it twice? Ooh. At what cost? What did it cost? Everything. Everything. <laughs> to watch Game of Thrones twice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bring some um, heat bring some heat next week. I'll bring up something in case you uh in case you don't right, got anything. I'm setting a reminder in my phone right now. Okay. And it says, um let me see. It says it says Word of the Week. And I'll set it for Next Sunday. Just like at exactly 1025 when at, you're just at inconsolable. At PM. Yeah. Okay. That's it. If there. in the least that you can do is just do what I've been doing all afternoon and just saying different words from the universe, but in a British accent to see if in, it sounds in, like in, another in word. An increasingly worse accent that doesn't <laughs> exist. It's, oh, somebody's never been to London. I, I, I haven't actually. I can so. tell. Um, friend of the show, Ape of Naples, asked a question. This one said, it's called the Xbox 360 because when you see your character arc, you turn 360 degrees and fuck your sister. I guess that is. Yeah, I guess so. Damn. I guess it, it do be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, some of these, some of these we, sorry if I'm not getting, I'm going through because it's like stuff we do, like the, um, like the hound just kind of like blinking his eyes away. Right. Um... Okay, some some more support here from Tumblr user PyKraken, who asks, okay. one, extremely funny that Tyrion cares about the small folk and Danny doesn't. And two, y'all see the fish scales on Varys' robe? Confirmed for Merling. Oh. See, I'm, I'm gaining support. I do just want to say in the sort of first part, I mean confirmed, but for the first part, like, I don't want to spoil... Remember at Tyrion's trial when he said he wanted to murder everyone who ever yeah. lived? and it's like, I don't want to spoil explicitly A Dance with Dragons, but I will say that if anybody wants to go sicko mode on King's Landing, it's probably, it's probably Tyrion. Tyrion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tumblr user Literal Darling asked a question. If there were two twins on the floor map and one of them <laughs> loved the other one, would that be fucked up or what? <laughs> they did get killed with a rock. They did... <laughs> Um, let's see. Anonymous asked, how does it feel to know that literally what you've built with Pgotverse has had more positive impact on the world than what these dipships have made with $10 billion or whatever? Gentlemen, it's been a privilege watching this garbage with you. Love, Siberian Pine. <laughs> Thank you. Well, first of all, we did it. Um, I don't think there's ever been a Game of Thrones meetup, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bowing as hard as I can, um, humbly. Uh, yeah. Um... We we did it. It's it's over. We did it. We owned Airbnb by by breaking the rules, and we love it. I, I I we did the breaking the chain speech, but it was like we won't allow fourteen people in the apartment. <laughs> we won't allow fifteen people in the apartment. It just kind of went on like that until everyone was there. Hey, do you think Khaleesi broke the wheel this episode? Um. Hey, uh, friend of the show Chie Satunaka's on Tumblr asked a question. Do you think Danny saw that kid's little toy with wheels and was like, oh, that's the wheel I gotta break, and spent the rest of the episode trying to destroy it? Yeah, the little kid invented the wheel. Yeah. Um, the wheel is the memory of all cars in the world, so if you destroy it, you destroy every car. Also, um, if I were a horse at ground zero of a city being raised by a nuclear-level weapon, I simply would not die. 
I would simply I mean, become a main character and tell the audience my name. So, and appear yes. in more than one episode, so I would be okay. <laughs> it's quite simple, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend of the show, Venusorphobia, great icon. By so the way. I love that smirking man. Asked a question: Which Emmy is season eight going to win? It's going to win best drama, like no question. Because, like, on top of everything else, because it's the last season, there absolutely, yeah. like, it's going to get that boost. Got some pushback in the chat today when we were talking about this. I do genuinely think they're going to win best writing. It's it's definitely because they yeah it has to, especially when you get the script that's like Daenerys looks at the city mean mean like, and you're going to say yeah that's good yeah. Which, now, when Khaleesi looks at the bells and, like, can you imagine reading the script and being Amelia Clark and dedicating eight years of this and almost literally dying, like, on the set of the show? And it ends with, it ends with just, like, she almost a YouTube link to Cinco mode. <laughs> she almost died twice! Siri, play, yeah, <laughs> Play sicko mode immediately. Yeah. Amelia deserves better. I saw that uh, Varys' actor was talking about how he's been frustrated the last few seasons. <laughs> he doesn't like it very much. It's beginning to happen. Um, last question this week comes in from friend of the show, Positive Stress, who asked, One time, Ilaria rang a bell, bell emoji, and Varys teleported across the narrow sea to appear in a scene and say fire and blood. On a scale from B to A+, plus, how good was this? <laughs> how good was this very on-purpose foreshadowing? I gotta say, that seems like something that they actually did on purpose. But, no, they subverted your expectations, because the first time the bell rings, what happens? Varys appears. The second time and the he's, bell rings... And he's soaking wet. And he's soaking wet. The second time the bell rings, he's dead. So you think you're gonna summon Varys again, but Oh, that's dead. really sad. They're like, oh, that's let's why, see if we can That's why Varys Tyrion back. had to confirm what was gonna happen so many times, because the fans of the series would think, oh, the bell means Varys is gonna... <laughs> He had to tell it's the Varys. Oh, the, it's it's the Mario Party boo bell, but for our friend Varys. Yeah, it, Varys, Varys appears to either steal coins or a star, but he's dead, <laughs> so he can no longer do that. So he had to tell us, no, the bell is different now. This is a big bell. It means kill uh-huh. everyone. Varys turned into boo. He did it. Um, postgot at gmail.com, postgameofthrones.tumblr.com. Get in your asks before the last episode next week. Yeah. One week left, Kim. Can't wait. I mean, neither. <laughs> Um, as previously stated in these, uh, questions, gentlemen, it's been an honor. It's been an honor serving with you. Miss Obama. Uh, made this here with all this ice on in the booth. What? At the gate outside, when they pull up, they get me loose. Yeah, jump out, <laughs> boys. You. That's Nike boys hopping out coops. Fuck you. I'm, the- I'm the, the Drake verse when he takes half a Xan and is passed out for the rest of the <laughs> I'm the Spongebob Super Bowl thing that didn't happen. <laughs> anyway, um, that's it. Yeah. The bells. Th- yeah, thanks, folks. Dong ding. Uh, uh, bells. Bells. Sonic the Hedgehog. Teens. Uh, we've GOT to go. Keep it slurpy. Um, uh, uh, don't get cooked. Stay off the hook. Um, uh, Dorn is good. Uh, in case you forgot. Yeah. Oh, Maria Martell in Fire and Blood is so good. Maria Martell is really good. She's so good. <laughs> uh, she just said, I'm going to be old as fuck, and I don't care about anything. Yeah, the, the like, uh, Marjorie's grandma or whatever wishes she could be Maria Martell. Uh-huh. You should Did all you go read Fire write... and Blood. It's good. Did you ever write 
someone a letter so mean that he flew away on a dragon for a week and he grabbed it so hard that his hand started bleeding. <laughs> it's the most anime thing in that entire book. Dorn did that. Yeah, Dorn's so good. Go read Fire and Blood instead of watching this, please. Uh, well, we'll see you next week when uh, The Winds of Winter is announced. So Yeah, see you next um, week. Uh, it's pretty cool that this is the last episode we're recording without The Winds of Winter being announced and out. And so, released, and we'll read it. Yeah, so um, in the meantime, go see Detective Pikachu in theaters now. Go see Detective Pikachu, um, John Wick, this Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be good. Um, I'm going to see that. Um, so. In uh, Season 7, um, we got to see John Dick. Con, right? That's funny. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, bye.